Hi, and welcome to the Writing and Marketing Show brought to you by author Wendy H. Jones. This show does exactly what it says on the tin. It's jam-packed with interviews, advice, hints, tips and news to help you with the business of writing. It's all wrapped up in one lively podcast, so it's time to get on with the show. And welcome to episode 177 of the Writing and Marketing Show with author entrepreneur Wendy H. Jones. My heavens, where does the time go? I cannot believe that we're on episode 177 already. And I'm loving doing this, I really am. And today I'm going to give you my view on the artificial intelligence debate. Well, it's not my view, I'm going to give you both sides of the coin of the debate and you can make a decision for yourself. Um, I'm not saying which way I fall, I fall, but I am, or I will in the podcast, but eventually, um, but not right at this moment. Um, so, you know, it's up to you uh, which way you go. And I hope this episode will give you an insight into it. Before that, um, what have I been doing? Well, I am absolutely 100% flat out bringing out Killer's uh, Cure, the eighth book in the D.I. Shona McKenzie Mysteries, which should be available in the next couple of weeks. And I'm very excited about that. And I love the cover for that. And I am going to reveal it today. But obviously, I can't reveal it on a podcast because it's only sound. But it is a cracking cover. And if you go and see me at uh, on Facebook, I'm Wendy H. Jones everywhere, and you'll be able to see um the cover and it really is amazing Kathy Helms of Avalon Graphics has played a blinder um so that's been taking up all my time that's why I've been busy um I've also been busy looking into the artificial intelligence debate because I think as writers we all need to um to know what's going on whatever way we feel about it we do need to know what is going on um, so before I bring you the actual podcast episode, I would like to say that it's an absolute pleasure to bring you this show. I do so willingly every week and I enjoy doing it. However, it does take time out of my writing. And if you would like to support that time, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones and you can support me for as little as $3 a month. And if you can't afford to do it monthly, go to my website. You can click on buy me a coffee and you can buy me a coffee. Um, it's just $3 as a one off. And I would be very grateful. It would mean that you like the show, you want to continue and that you're enjoying what I'm bringing you. So I'm sure you're all on the edge of your seat wondering what I'm going to be saying about the artificial intelligence debate. Well, I'm going to give you both sides of the argument, as I say, so that you can make up your own mind. But I would advise you to look into it further as well, not just what is said on here. This is part, uh, This re- listening to this uh, podcast is part of being able to, um, you know, see the debate and do a for and against, weigh up the balance and decide where you fall without just dismissing it out of hand or embracing it all in. You need to know what is happening. So I've been researching this quite a bit. Um, I've been thinking a lot about artificial intelligence because I believe that many other writers and authors are as well. And I know they are, in fact, because it's currently the elephant in the room. But whatever our feelings, it's not something that can be ignored. And that is absolutely true at the moment. I've been looking into it more deeply, podcasts, articles, talks and debates between both camps on social media. 
I joined Facebook groups about the use of AI and I've been listening to the discussions in there as well or been reading about the discussions in there as well and seeing how people are using it for good and how they're using it in their writing journeys. And that just gives me more um, information so I can make a better choice. And that's what this is about today. Um, Before you burn me at the stake or place me on a pedestal, depending on which camp you're in, the for or against camp, please hear me out. My plea for you to hear me out is for a good reason, and I'll discuss this in more detail later in the show. Before we get going, uh, I think it might be useful to give you a few of the AI tools out there. I personally use ChatGPT4, that's C-H-A-T-G-P-T, the number four. But there's also Sudorite, Jasper, Writer, spelt R-Y-T-E-R, Copy.ai, and so many more. I'm not going to go into the ones into the ones that just cover design, just cover design, because I'm not a graphic designer. And this podcast's only about using AI writing tools. I don't know anything about the AI graphic design tools, so I can't discuss them in a, a healthy or balanced way. So what of um the use of artificial intelligence in writing and running your author business. Let's start with the two camps. There's one on either side of the argument. From the discussions I've been following, it would seem there are those who love AI and think it's going to revolutionise writing in a good way. This camp sees the potential in the technology and as early adopters are using it to enhance their business in their writing. And that's good. There are those who hate AI and think it's likely to be the end of writing as we know it. Do you know what? That is also good. Both arguments are valid. Both viewpoints are valid. What I'm trying to do is ask you to look at both viewpoints so you can decide which of the camps you fall into or whether it's something you want to explore further. Because explore it, we should. That's for sure. The thing is, both camps feel they're right and feelings are currently running high. And I mean really high. Um, Arguments can start over over a debate about um, AI quicker than a bushfire. uh, They really can. So I thought it would be, if I gave you an overview of the AI debate as I currently see it, it would be helpful. I'm going to do it by looking at the debate for using AI and then the debate as to why people feel we should not be using it. So first of all, the reasons why AI could be seen as a good thing for the writing and publishing community as a whole. Using it to write books. Now, before you switch off this podcast and say this should never be happening, hear me out. Remember, this is only a discussion and I'm putting across both sides of the argument so people can make an informed choice. There will also be a discussion on why we should not be using it to write books. There is an argument that we should be using it in order to generate ideas to give us more thrilling aspects of a story. For example, and I would like you to know before I give you the example that I have not used this in any way in my books. So the example, give me a plot twist in a crime book about a male sleuth who is about to capture the person he thinks is responsible for a murder. As I say, I made this up on the spot. I've not even typed this into any artificial intelligence program. At the other end of the spectrum, you could ask it to write your story or even an opening to your story and then put it into your own words. Again, I've not tried this, but I know there are writers out there who are doing it. Now, 
there's a debate about um, the ethics of this and the copyright, and I'm going to go into that uh, in more detail in a bit. You can use it to generate a plot. For this, you need to give it great detail. For example, give me a plot for a novel about a one-legged monkey who wants to take over the zoo and get rid of humans who are running it. This is not enough and the monkey asks the meerkats for help to take over the city. This is only the beginning and the ultimate destination is world domination. However, the rest of the zoo animals decide that this isn't going to happen and band together to stop the evil plot. Again, I made this up on the spot. I've no intentions of putting this into chat GPT-4, which is the one I use, or even write the book about it. There could be an argument against this saying it's not real writing. However, it does give writers choice and it, you do have to put the detail in so it's still your story. That is what I would say. It is still your story. You're just asking for a plot. Um, it's a way to look at it. And as I say, it gives the writer choice. So why not use it to form the structure of a PowerPoint presentation on a workshop that they're presenting? That can save you a lot of time. Trust me, it can. And sometimes it throws up interesting things as well that you wouldn't have thought out. Um, And this is the same of my next point. As in a similar vein, use it to generate an outline of a course that you're going to be running. I tried this and not only did it bring up what I was going to be teaching anyway, but it added another couple of things in I hadn't thought of. And that's to the student's advantage. Why not use it like this? It's making things better for your students. It's not um, cheating. But it does save you a lot of time. I have to say that. It really does. And that's good. Use it to generate sales copy. Now, let me tell you, this is one of the best uses of AI that I've found so far. I'm not a natural at writing sales copy, so I can save a lot of time asking ChatGPT4. I will add that I then went over my sales copy with a fine tooth comb, rewrote it and made sure it was not plagiarised. It did save me a lot of time, but I did spend time as well making sure that it was good and that it was in my voice. And that's important. You don't want it to come across just as sales copy. But ChatGPT4 blew me away with the results it gave me for this. You can also use it to generate ad copy. Again, it makes it so much easier and the time saved can be used in other ways, such as on your writing. Why not use it? Why agonise for several hours over a sentence when you can get a sentence in under a second and you can get 20 sentences in under a second and you're good to go? I mean, seriously, as far as I'm concerned, that's a no-brainer. I would use it for that. I am helping it for bits and pieces like that to help me run my business so that I can spend more time writing. You can use it to write blurbs. Oh, my goodness, this can revolutionise your life. I know many writers spend more time agonising over a blurb, which is roughly a 100 words, than they do writing the entire book. Use this and you will not regret it. Now, I haven't used it for any of my blurbs so far, but I am going to be using it in the future. It's no different to sending it to someone who will write your blurb for you. And people do that already. I... I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but you need a decent blurb and this gives you a decent blurb. Um, You can use it to uh, generate titles. 
I recently spent four days trying to think of a, a name for a new writing magazine I was setting up. I was so stressed by it, I actually thought I might just not bother with the magazine at all because I couldn't find a title that hadn't already been used for something. Um, everything I thought of was already taken by a company, a book, a blog, a, a Twitter handle, Facebook page, Facebook group, Instagram page, Pinterest page, you, you name it, it had already been used and I was losing the world to live. And then I thought about using ChatGPT4. I asked for 10 names for a brand new writing magazine which have not already been used anywhere. Within two seconds, I had chosen the titles Writer's Narrative. Now, I wish I'd done this in the first place um, because I would, have sent my, I would have spent four days writing instead of worrying about the title of a writing magazine. And by the way, writing, Writer's Narrative will be coming out in August and it is now everywhere. That If you try searching for that, it is everywhere now because it's got a Facebook page, it's got Twitter, it's got... Um, a newsletter, it's got everything, you name it, it's out there. I just literally claimed it all to start with. Um, I wish I'd, really, I wish I'd done it in the first place, but I did check that it was not in use already before using it. You do have to ch fact check when using uh, artificial intelligence. Again, you can use it to generate a synopsis. You will need to give it great detail. Always give it great detail. Generating query letters. Remember, Full details, that's important. Um, it can be used to design covers. However, you need to be very careful that this that it's not using copyrighted images. This is not something I plan on doing, but there are cover designers currently using aspects of AI to help them design covers. And I don't know whether publishers are currently doing this, but if they're not, I wouldn't surprise me if they did it in the future. And research. You can use it to research aspects of your book. However, if it doesn't know the answer, it might just make it up. So make sure you check your facts. That is always important when using um, AI. Now, I promise you both sides of the debate and a balanced discussion. So it's important to hear from those who are against the use of AI in writing. And they, as I say, their arguments are equally as valid. They need to, we can't dismiss anything out of hand. Again, we cannot dismiss the arguments of the people who are saying that it's good. You cannot dismiss the arguments of the people who are saying it's not quite so good. They say that it's ethically and morally wrong. Yes, it could be argued that using AI is not ethical, that's somehow cheating. You know what, well, I get that. The joy of being a writer is in writing. But it's down to each individual writer to decide what they will use and how they will use it in an ethical manner. For example, if I say write the opening to a crime novel based on a one-legged monkey who has killed a zookeeper, if I say do it in the voice of Wendy H. Jones, then I'm being ethical. If I say write it in the voice of insert name of famous writer, then I am not being ethical. I'm fairly in the camp that believes it should be used in an ethical manner, and I will always use it in an ethical manner. I will not use it at the moment um, to write my books because I love writing books. I love writing and I want to be able to write my books myself. I love generating the ideas. Uh, the other thing that the Against Camp say is the end of writing. No one will be able to write a book as it will be done by machines. Again, it's a valid concern. You know, we, there are things we need to think about. Just dismissing them out of hand is not a good way of moving forward. 
However, I think there will always be an appetite for books written by humans rather than machines. And you can put in the front of your book, this book was written by a, by a human and no aspects of artificial intelligence were used in its writing. And that's a good way of doing it. Um, I've heard people saying I might as well give up right now as there will be no room for writings in the future. My answer to this is watch carefully, look at both sides of the argument and carry on writing. Don't give up, guys, just because something new, shiny has come along and you don't think you want to embrace it. Carry on writing. Um, I know I will. I love writing. Another argument is publishers will be inundated with a tsunami of books. If a book can be written in just a couple of days, then thousands upon thousands of submissions can happen every day. That's a valid concern. It was raised by a publisher in a talk I attended at London Book Fair. Um, and the discussion was that it's already happening. They're getting loads of books in a day already that are not very good. Um, so they will just manage it the way they have always managed it. But I will tell you that they're actually, publishers are already putting into contracts that the writer must state that no part of the book was written by artificial intelligence. And I 100% agree with that. Um, and I don't blame the publishers for doing that. There, the, the issue of copyright is raised as well. It's already been stating that, that books written by artificial intelligence cannot be copyright. There are many large organisations such as the Society of Authors and the Writers Guild of America looking into this. This is a watch and see situation. Using it to enter competitions. Now, guys, this is the one thing I am going to come out and say, and I cannot say it strongly enough that no one, and I mean no one, should be submitting anything written by AI into a competition. This is wrong on so many fronts. Now, I'm going to give you an example, and please note, I have not and will not use this for anything. In fact, I don't have the text anymore. It was just an experiment uh, for this because of thinking about entering competitions. Um, so I deleted it, the text immediately. I asked ChatGPT4 to write a 40-line poem about a woman sitting next to her dying husband's bedside. Within seconds, I had a poem which no one would know had been written by artificial intelligence. It was outstanding. Now, if I hadn't been ethical, I could have entered that to a competition. But as I say, I have no intention of entering any poetry competitions whatsoever, with or without AI, and I deleted it immediately. But the argument is people can actually do it and just not tell anyone, and they can Competitions are now starting to say that they want people to uh, sign to say that no aspect of artificial intelligence was used to write uh, the submission. And I would like to refer you back to the discussion on using it in a moral and ethical way. There was a recent brouhaha where someone won a cover design competition and then it came to light that some of the cover was AI generated. The prize was removed on that and the cover designer's um, reputation was ruined, and I mean ruined. And it's a shame because I think that they genuinely thought because they'd only done a very, very small part of it and most of it was done by them, it didn't matter. 
But the worst part of it is the company running the competition also dropped the competition completely and said they would no longer be running it and it would not run in future years. And this was a long-standing competition. And that is sad. That is really sad. Uh, but it's the reality of today. And it's sad a competition had to stop running because someone did not realise they should not be entering under those circumstances. Another argument put forward is that people don't want to put anything into it because they're training it. Again, a valid argument and one we should consider when thinking about using AI. There are also concerns that will steal a manuscript and then someone else will be able to put it out under their name. Now, I'm not entirely sure that is the case, but it's an argument we should listen to and something we should think about. Um, but hey, if you uh, put something into it, get the book out ASAP, then there's not a problem at all. So I've given you both sides of the debate and whatever camp you stand in, you can be assured that organisations such as the Society of Authors, the Alliance of Independent Authors, the Writers Guild of America are looking into the uses of AI in writing. All of the publishers are also looking into it, I am sure. I know some of the big name ones are. One thing that no one seems to be talking about is that we're already using artificial intelligence in our everyday lives. Technology such as Amazon Alexa, Apple HomePod and smart TVs are already using AI. Yet many of them use them every day. I'm typing the notes for this presentation using speech to te text on Word. This is a form of artificial intelligence. For those of you that use Canva, you may have noticed that, that it gives you the theme colours and branded colours. This is a form of artificial intelligence. I'm sure many of us are also using Grammarly and ProWriting pro Aid. And both of these use AI. We've been using it for a long time. It's just not been called artificial intelligence. I have been using um, otter.ai for the last two and a half years on this podcast. And basically, it's me that's doing the podcast. However, um, the, I use speech to text, not speech to text, text to, what am I saying? I do use speech to text by uploading the uh, recording of this podcast and I upload it to otter.ai and it gives me a transcription. Why would I sit for numerous hours transcribing someone something when it can be done in a matter of five minutes? Yes, I then spend 30 minutes going through it and I uh, pick up where it hasn't done things quite correctly because my speech hasn't been picked up correctly. But I've been using it for two and a half years to transcribe the podcast. Why wouldn't I do that? It's a moral, ethical and good way of using it because it means I've got more time for writing. So I would like to suggest there's a third camp. This is for those of us who are exploring it and using it in a tentative way in the beginning. Whatever way you look at it, AI is not going away. As writers, we need to be exploring it and seeing how it can help us in our business. My suggestion is harness it and use it in ways that work. After all, isn't that what we did with computers and the internet at first? Didn't everybody go, the computer will be the end of typists? No, it's just a different way of doing things. So none of us wanted computers and the internet, yet we now all walk around with a computer in our pocket or even on our wrist. AI is here to stay. 
It's not going away. So what we need to do is learn how to use it so that we can use it in the most appropriate way for our individual writing journey and writing business. Thank you once again for listening and I will see you again next week, hopefully with another uh, discussion on AI and I will be hearing someone who is using it from someone who is using it in business. So thank you once again for listening and I will see you or hear from you again next week. That brings us to the end of another show. It was really good to have you on the show with me today. I'm Wendy H. Jones and you can find me at wendyhjones.com. You can also find me on Patreon where you can support me for as little as $3 a month, which is less than the price of a tea or coffee. You go to patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones. I'm also Wendy H. Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you found it both useful and interesting. Join me next week when I will have another cracking guest for you. Until then, have a good week and keep writing, keep reading and keep learning.